0: back everyone it is tip oh hey ho and it's the pretty ricky, ricky 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 hey and we are back with another episode recap and discussion of queen sugar final season season seven episode six titled soothing electric vibrations and y'all i told y'all i was gonna come and let y'all know what's going on with these titles and i did and i am are y'all ready Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> so, girl, the title, and when I found out, I was like, oh, okay. So, the title is from a poem, or the titles they've been using this season are from a poem. And the poem is called When Great Trees Fall. And it's by my grandmother in my head, Maya Angelou. And I was like, ah, I like died. <laughs> oh. And what is it called again, sis? when great trees fall. So Maya Angelou wrote this poem after her good friend James Baldwin passed and she read it at his funeral. And so it's essentially about um, like when great people, you know, people that we, um, when they fall or pass away, when they pass away, we notice the impacts, we notice their uh, greatness, you know, and it just really reverberates through the whole nation when we lose our greats. But we also find solace and we also learn to appreciate what they were when they were here. And so that's what that's about. So I'm like, oh, is that why she did this? Because they're going out, it's like their final season. So it's like, it's a great show and we're leaving, but and you will miss us and you'll be sad, but you'll also just remember and be filled with solace knowing that we were here at one point and you know, caused that reaction. Right, and had such a great impact. Well, I love all of this. I really am going to make a note to read this poem after we get off. So thanks for this tidbit of info for it. Yes, girl. And the other housekeeping item was Darla's weight gain. So I think we hadn't confirmed it yet, but I read an article and I sent it to Ricky offline and it's confirmed that Darla did gain weight just for this role because she was postpartum, postpartum. So she wanted to look the part and I appreciate that. So kudos to Darla, Bianca Lawson for taking that on and giving us a realistic look at what having a baby looks like. So good for her. Nice. Okay. All right. Now we can get into the episode. (laughs) Okay, let's do it. So the episode begins with our boy Micah, okay? So my overall impression of the episode was it was okay. <laughs> yeah, that was what I was saying too. So my, you know, forever co-host um, in, in my in like my, my room, we watch it. My husband, he didn't watch it with me. And so he was like, how was it? I was like, yeah, I was wanting a little bit more drama. I was excited for what it was going to bring. But you got more drama last episode is what I told him. So I kind of said the same thing. I was like, yeah, you know, it was good it was okay it was okay so Micah's in LA at some pool party with Snake and Micah is still really torn and struggling and regretting the decision to post the gift and Snake Guy is just like not letting Micah you know accept his regret (laughs) (laughs) he's like no you did the right thing look what you did for the company ivory is the name of the company look what you did look where we're at look we're about to meet with the head honcho like it's all good um he's like your your mom and dad don't they have some type of initiative so we learned we're not gonna see charlie this episode because she's somewhere off the border or whatever with an initiative and so snake guy's like Yeah, why don't you just donate to that initiative publicly, and it'll be all good. So I'm gonna pause right here, because I'm Mm -hmm. like, Micah, why are you even considering, like, the part where he's, like, emphasizing publicly didn't sit well with me, because I'm like, wouldn't that just invigorate the situation more? Girl, I'm so over NFT dude. So I guess his reasoning behind this is like, you know, we can just make a mistake how people just, you know, all of a sudden have a public response and it supposedly fixes everything. And so it's like, let's strategically do this. And at this point, I'm thinking... My mind changed at the end of the episode. I won't go forward, but I will say I'm thinking, okay, Micah has been really impressionable lately. Mm -hmm, He listened mm -hmm. to NFT do for the last time. He ended up posting this one, which is causing all the ruckus. And I don't know. I feel like he may listen to him and try to do this. So this is where I'm at at this moment. Right, exactly. Because he does sit back like he's pondering it. And And, I'm like, Micah, if you don't stop. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And the fact that the headline is like, uh Charlie has to answer again for this. <laughs> I've dealt with it once and now I gotta deal with this again. And it's distracting from what we're actually trying to do. Like right. ooh, come on. We will return after this quick ad break. Stay with us. So um Uh, The episode goes on and we see Micah and Snake meet with, I guess he's the head honcho, and Micah's trying to tell him like what he is actually passionate about, like the art he actually wants to do, and the head honcho is pretty much like, yeah, 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 pass the drugs, okay, so Snake Guy is down for the cause. It's like, whatever it takes, I'll do it. That's Snake Guy kind of idea of everything. And you can see Micah in the earlier part of the episode, Snake Guy come over, offer him a shot. He really don't want it. But Snake Guy's like, yeah, you know, he's ahead and take it. So he takes it. And, you know, Snake Guy looking at him like, you're going to do the drugs, right? And so Micah's like, yeah. And I was just like so frustrated with Micah at this point. But like you said, without going forward yet, I came to understand. I mean, you know, I kind of understood where he was coming from, but I was just like, come on. See, that's why Snake Dude tested you in the beginning and he learned really quickly when y'all first met and he came over talking about your mama fine and all that Mm. stuff and your little, I'm not going to say they're little reactions or soft reactions, but because Micah is just really chill and uh, still trying to find his way, like the dude knew, in my opinion, after testing him, he's like, oh, okay, I can get this dude to do what I want. And so we see consistently that this dude is getting him to do things mm-hmm. that he does not want to do that goes against the fiber of him <laughs> he mm-hmm. he's just yeah so we're we're coming to fully realize what professor meant by snake dude. yeah we are and it's just all these examples where you have to really ask yourself mainly from, well, this is from, um, focus on Micah. I feel like it's a theme a little bit throughout the show, but with Micah, it's like, what are you willing to give up? Like, what all are you willing to do that is not within you, right? To fit in, to make more money, to whatever, whatever, fill in the blank. And here we are, another perhaps impressionable moment, which we do see that he does like, no, I don't want the shot, yeah. And then he takes, he's like, yeah, he does yes to everything, yes to drugs, yes to the shot. And I'm like, Micah, 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 Micah. Right. I'm like, where are we going with this? Mm-hmm. So, we, I like remember have- one of the episodes, <laughs> I'm thinking about you. And you're yes. like, yeah, Maple will bring in Kiki and hopefully yes. she's going to do drugs. And we're like, well, maybe, you know, Michael will have this impression on her and, you know, she won't do, it, she won't do the drugs. And because, you know, that was just, you know, he wasn't trying to get into all of that. He's trying to focus on his art. And now, look, look at and it. Look, now, now, look. So he, does the drugs they don't show it or whatever but he does the drugs and it's mm-hmm. like nighttime and he's still partying he's turning up shots for everyone everybody's like woo, and then grandma walk up mm-hmm. and I was like from the last preview I was like we know this lady but it wasn't until Micah was like chill out that's my grandma I was like yes that's right that's Charlie's yes. mama <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie can't be there but grandma's there so she's like Micah wrap it up like it's time to go and Micah um you know he goes with the quickness you don't play with grandma yeah so back at the house um we get to see I love this moment like the moment between him and his grandma or the scenes between him and his grandma I think it's just so I don't know I gonna say tender moment for me because we needed this moment for Micah as we saw it, like, gave us complete understanding of where Micah was. It kind of put him back on ground. Okay, let me just go with it before I mm-hmm. analyze. <laughs> so, at Grandma's house, she's pretty much letting him know that the decisions he's making, particularly with the GIF, is not him. Like, that's not your mission. That's not your purpose. That's not what you're supposed to be doing with your art. Like, you have a talent and you have a voice and you are supposed to be using it this other way and yet you're using it you have this power and you're misusing your power and you know it like that's the thing like you know it deep down in your soul or in the front of your soul you know that and she hands him a photo that he's overnighted to her or whatever and she's like this is you Micah I mean those are not her words but this essentially the essentially this is you Micah and it kind of and that's when Micah confides to him and the, to her and the audience that I am lost. Like, I don't know who I'm supposed to be. Dad has basketball. Mom has her campaign or always been a boss, always been a boss. So like, who am I? So he, we see is kind of struggling. And I never really thought about it because he's been so removed from that world, in my opinion. But I never thought about, I guess he feels like he has shoes to fill. Like my dad was a big NBA player. My mom is a boss. Like, who am I? Am I going to be the failure in this lineage or whatever that's kind of how I got what he was saying about like you know his mom and his dad did you kind of get that impression he's trying to figure out like where he falls in the family or lineage I thought about that the big shoes to fill but I just really started thinking about past episodes and I guess I never really looked at Micah as there I say like a misfit just using that word. Like he always seemed to hang I mean, I guess he had the crowd, not always maybe hanging with the best of crowds, but I guess I don't really feel like I started to see him really struggling to fit in mm-hmm. or doing these things until this season, to be honest. But I guess if I go back, I guess yeah. I was just thinking briefly, I was like, did he? But I have to really give it some more thought. Um that maybe they sprinkled ways throughout this um particular show, the show that he struggled with identity in this way. He did, and I'm so okay. glad you said that because he did say, "Where do I fit in?" He did say, mm-hmm. and my heart went out to him. But to your point, when he was so we can't get back the first season, and he got kicked out of school, so he's in school in LA with kids who don't look like him, with kids who would sell him out down the road and don't care because that's what happened. That's how he got kicked out of school. Then you transfer to this, oh, other life where like Kiki said, if it wasn't for me, like you wouldn't survive, St. Joe. So it's like, am I white enough? I think like the duality of being rich black kid who's light skinned trying to find my place. So now I'm like this activist. But is that really where I fit? Um, And we thought I thought he had found his fit almost to what you are saying, like, oh, I don't remember him not fitting in, but I thought he had found his fit with the activist people. But we kind of, if we think about it, we can kind of see him kind of toy with the idea, like, is this what I want to do? Not as far as activists, but like some of the activism they were doing. Like, is this what I want to do when they burned down a slave house by accident? Um, when they like did that protest on the gym floor and all those things, like, is that me? Is this what I do? But he seemed to have really like taken on to it and he was planning his own protest. So I thought he did finally find his fit. But I mean, to his point, now we see him with NFT guy and he's getting recognition, however it is, coming. And it's like, I know this is not the recognition I want, but it's coming finally. Like maybe I do fit in at Ivory. So, okay, I get it. I think yeah no that's a good point I'm glad you brought all the way back like season one because that helps because it's so many of the ones like you said from the the fire from him like going with Nova and being a part of things I guess that's how I've seen him so much recently um but yeah apparently he's still really struggling yeah so that's good to kind of put a spotlight on that that you know people are not always okay like we think they're okay we're like I thought we got past this. that's true (laughs) um okay so she reminds him of his mission his purpose and more importantly shows him that it's attainable I think it's the next day he wakes up and he's like oh that's my professor's painting my professor's art or whatever I didn't know you had this she's like yeah whatever and she's like you could be him and he's like really she's like yeah so I just love that his grandma kind of brought him back into focus grounded him let him know that you can achieve what you want to achieve the way that feels good to you again it may be slower it may not have all the hype at least not initially it may be more quiet like your professor or that lady who you were who was looking at her own painting but you will get there and it will feel so good so i think reading your authentic self with your own passion and your purpose and your gifts that you have And I love what she had said about there's a difference between purpose and passion and Mm. posturing and pretending. And I was Mm -hmm. like, yes. They had a couple of gems this episode, but I was like, yes. That's what I was going to tell you too. Well, first I will say, as far as I agree with what you said, this was a beautiful scene, even to the next day. And what I like about it was, I didn't really consider it a tender moment, but just the tenderness of it because I felt like he needed a firm hand as well as a loving hand. And I see (sighs) this, with the grandmother and the compassion and the forgiveness and even her admitting that you know what we all have lost our way you know recognizing that he's young
1: yeah. um
0: so yes I was here for this scene you know I still need my Charlie scene I still need this conversation yes, yes. <laughs> it's not over but yay to grandmama kind of being able to come drive to Hollywood and get her grandson so yes, yes to all of this um but the gems so my friend i wrote down a couple of gems and for me most of the gems came from our wise women our seasoned women of the show our grandmas our unseasoned. <laughs> and yes yeah, so that what she said was a good one but did you remember the other one she said about charlie when she was asking him like hey okay michael how much was it worth how much did you sell yeah, it for yeah yeah and she was like two thousand he was like two hundred thousand dollars she was like mm yeah. that's a lot of money she yeah. the said but yes. was it worth the price of your mama's tears i yes. said you yes. better make it plain <laughs> you better make it plain i need him to go on these words have these words and chew on them so yes to the gym dropping and that was another gym that she dropped girl doing yes. The same. yes 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 <laughs> agreed um so, yeah, I think we're going to see a turn. I think he's going to get back on his feet, get back in line. Um, anything else to say about Micah and his story or this story that we're going on right now? Nope. That's all I have. <sighs> all right. So, good times. But, again, I still, I need to hear this conversation between, because she's like, call your mama. He's like, I will. I'm like, we need to be there, okay? We need to. And she said call her, to, she said call her today, okay? I like, this like, like, morning. So <laughs> I, need <it>. I was <laughs> like, we <laughs> got time. We have time. <laughs> <laughs> um, queen sugar please give it to us next episode please please, please. please <laughs> okay. Uh, okay so let's go to darla and ralph angel and all they got going on so we see darla and ralph angel meeting at the queen sugar sugar Mill, and they're talking to the co-op and you know negative Ma- nathan i don't know what his real name is that old man that I always say mm. no before he say yes mm. but um darla's posing the idea of let's buy the sugar mill, add it to our co-op inventory because of these reasons or whatever. So negative Nathan is like, nah, blah, 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 who's gonna keep it up, boo, boo, boo. But mm-hmm. Prosper also joins in like, yeah, who's gonna keep this place up? And that's not do it is. So Darla's sitting there defeated looking and exasperated, if you will. And so we later see her working with Aunt Bye, getting her business paperwork or reports together, finance reports together. And she shows Aunt Vi that, you know, Aunt Vi's been killing it at the farmer's market. So she got this money coming in. And here go a gem that Violet, Aunt Vi, uh-huh. uh-huh. she said, let me see if it's the same one that you've got. You picked uh-huh. it up. Okay. Okay. She said, sometimes we get so caught up striving for our dreams that we don't even realize that we're sitting in it. And I was like, ooh. Oh. That right there, that was another one. That right there, that right there. <laughs> you better make it play. I was Be like, made. yes. Yeah. Yes, that hit my soul because yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go on a whole diatribe about uh, my journey in the creative world. But just know it hit my soul and if we have time later on in life then i'll talk about it like online of course ricky if you ever want to talk about it offline we can talk all day but no it made me think about you and us it made me think about so i had a moment too where i just started thinking about life and where it is now and then our talks pre-marriage and out here and doing, it just made me think about so many different things from like college to graduate it's just a lot of stuff and so um, I had to sit in that moment. So yeah, I'm sure like from the creative world, but for me, just a life situation of <laughs> like, you know, look at where we are and where we want to be and just just get inspired by the gems that were dropped. But let me just pause and be grateful for where I'm at right now because I am dreaming about something like this, folks. <laughs> yes, so. you're always just reaching. I think she said like you're always chasing for the next thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's so true. Like, and I think that's what's so important about vision boards or I don't know, journals or something where you can go back and reflect and be like, this is what I was asking for, you know, in 2020 or something. And this is where I'm at. Like, not only has it been answered, not only has it come to pass, but it has surpassed. And it came so quickly sometimes that you're like, I didn't even have time to even realize (laughs) that, you know, I already checked it off. So um, yeah, I love that. And I was like, I need to go back and like just sit and meditate and just think about like how far I've come. And like you said, all aspects of our lives. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, she on by after dropping her jewels she attributes, you know, affirms Darla once again, like, this is all for, like, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here today, like, you are the one, the mastermind behind this, and so Darla's like, you know, I wish other people felt this way, and she says, um, I don't know if I wrote down this quote, but she says something to the effect of, when will I have to stop, or oh, I'm so tired of having to prove myself. And I'm like, you just spoke a word, and um, or maybe she asked that as a question, like, when would I have to stop? When will I be able to stop proving myself or something like that? Because I'm biased, like, pretty much, like, never. The answer is never. You're gonna always <laughs> have mm-hmm. to prove yourself, honey. Like, I'm 65 years old, how about you? And I still prove myself every day. So I'm like, that's the truth, and it's very frustrating. But she, she got it. So uh, let's see. After meeting with Aunt Bye, she leaves to head to. Um, uh, her daughter's doctor's appointment. But while she was out with on by, handed her some mail. And so she goes through it and she sees a letter. And so she opens up the envelope and in it is a non-disclosure agreement from Chase. And so this sends Darla reeling, okay? So for like 30 seconds to a minute, because it seemed like it was a long time, we had to look and ingest Darla struggling from the moment she opened the letter to the moment she's sitting in front of the bar. With the impulse to go and relapse, like go into that bar and just give her life over to whatever shots that she can consume. And I felt like it was a long scene. Um, I guess it was necessary just to see how deep it is for people who struggle with things, or maybe just for how Darla is dealing with this. I don't know. Did you have any thoughts about how they piece that scene those scenes together of her like just really, really, really? <laughs> that's yeah. how I that's how I describe it. I thought it was good. I thought it was yes. I did notice that, and I'll wait to finish everything. Um, because I feel like when I said one thing is linked to other, but I will say I noticed that I enjoyed the acting, like mm-hmm. acting. Darla's acting, and just the showing the portrayal of, tr- of the struggle, whatever your struggle is, right? Like you can be at the nose of it, and you have to realize what decision you're going to make, in that. When just because someone turns away from something and so it makes, you know, the right healthy decision doesn't mean it was an easy journey, right? Like, you can be mm. right up to it and still be like, but my toe, I, I mean, I want to, is right there. You have the urge and you're tempted and just that takes so much strength, right? And so I just, I appreciate that it was so long because you did have to sit in that. It was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> you see how her facial expressions are looking, you know, how she's looking. You see her body. You just, I feel like I was all inside her head the way she portrayed that scene you see where she's at she's right there yeah. so it was profound it was and I guess it made me uncomfortable but it's good to make you know viewers uncomfortable like you need to be uncomfortable <laughs> with some things or whatever um because she just seemed so uncomfortable or so like fighting it against herself and yeah. it kind of made me think like you know I consume wine probably on a nightly basis <laughs> and I'm like what if I could not go grab a glass of wine. Like, sometimes you just want a glass of wine. (laughs) Like, Darla cannot even go get a glass of wine because if she does, everything will go downhill for her. So, that was like, just, I don't know, that was something that stood out to me. Like, man, you can't even just go take a little shot to get the edge off because (laughs) this is an addiction for you. (laughs) No. Yeah. So like you said, she ultimately makes the right decision and she goes to Alcoholic Anonymous meeting and at this meeting, she tells them and the audience that she's really struggling for a number of reasons, including the fact that she feels she cannot tell her husband what I was telling you last week, she -hmm. can't tell her husband what's going on because she don't want to jeopardize his freedom and I'm like I tried to tell them last week (laughs) but anywho um the people there are like you know maybe you can tell him some version of it where you can like not keep the secret because the secret is sending you down a dark path but you don't have to tell it all where you uh feel like you know, he will jeopardize his safety and freedom. So she does come to that middle ground where she lets him know there's something she's struggling with or she's struggling with a lot. She went to the meeting. She went to the meeting because she's struggling with a lot of different things, which is pretty much the truth. And um, she doesn't go into detail. And I love that Ralph Angel gave her the space he's like i'm not going to i don't know i can't remember the word but he's not going to push her to disclose what she's not ready to disclose although he's like from experience i know when i don't tell you stuff it don't mm-hmm. end well for me mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a little word too i hear you i see you rough angel that was a little Jimmy drop. i know how even I it didn't <laughs> <laughs> work out too well on my end i'm just gonna put that out there but i'm not gonna, I go. not gonna push
1: gonna i'm not gonna <laughs>
0: push so um we do see at the very end that they're on the trunk, the truck bed under the light that Nova and Billy once was under. I'm like, okay, where wouldn't this become a new scene or setting for people? But um they're talking and he still doesn't push her and she still doesn't let him know all that's going on. But I just thought it was so sweet that the episode ends with them dancing to that song You by Jesse Powell, the late great Jesse Powell. You know he passed, right? Yeah. I know. So I know mean, uh, that's why they probably I mean it's a good it's a um, great song, but you know, that was like I think it's like his main hit. I was like, they so intentional. <laughs> and with the title being about when great trees fall, I don't know. What are you stretching out with. No, I <laughs> think not stretch. stretch. That's a stretch. I think That that's a stretch. <laughs> <He's> like you <laughs> wasn't that great. Like, come on, call them. <laughs> But I love Jesse Powell's song, You and If I. Okay, sorry. Yes, I love it too. I so, think we had our wedding. Did you have your wedding? I know I had it played. Oh, no, but I wish I would have. I'm like that's my one singular regret I have about like my mer- my wedding playlist, if you will. I did not have you, and I love that song. Y'all. Oh, I-, I think it's one of the songs that y'all walked into. Um, I had each song a different song for each person, but I feel like that was on the playlist. But yeah, that's an amazing song. But yeah, I hear you. Yes. it's great. All right, so anything else to say about Darla and Ralph Angel and Co-op? If you have anything about the co-op okay so the only other thing i was gonna say about darla and just the struggle is that i love that they showed her part and i kind of broke down why but i don't know if you really paid attention to rap angel when rap angel is talking with her to me and he's, you know she said that she almost had a slip Mm -hmm. and he's like bracing himself like to me i think he did a good job of like okay let me prepare myself like did you give into temptation she was basically saying no so i just feel like you see him holding his breath and for me, this just really displays what it's like on both ends. for so The person that's struggling, but the family member who recognizes that this person has an illness, I'm taking, you know, I an addiction, I'm taking you in, I love you no matter what, but, like, that never goes away. Like, it's a part of the life for both of them, right? And so it's just, did she give in this time? You know, like, where is she at? And just, I don't know, you just see... Um, You just see it from both ends. So I just like that they also showed that part. It wasn't as long. We didn't have to sit with it as much. But to me, I was like, Rav Angel got that look of, I don't know where this can go. And are we about to start this all over again, you know, and (laughs) back to healthy. So yeah, that's all I was going to say too, that I did pick that part up. Thank you for highlighting that. But I wanted to also highlight, and I'm glad we sat here so I can remember. When she was, when Darla was at the anonymous uh, Alcoholic anonymous AA meeting. <laughs> mm-hmm. She said, and I thought it was a revelation to me. So let me know if this was a revelation to you that her and Ralph Angel are shaky at best. And I was like, wait, what? Y'all are? I thought y'all was good. So was this a revelation to you, or could you see where she was coming from? Because I was kind of confused. You know, I don't remember her saying those exact words. You know, like they were shaky, but I do now that you have me thinking back. I remember her just saying that they kind of went through so much and they're just trying to be in a good place. And I guess when you think about it, they really have went through a lot. I didn't, I guess I missed that shaky part because I would you, I don't think I would have said shaky at best. I don't know if I would have described the relationship as shaky at at best, but that just lets you know that she sees it as as extremely delicate. So I didn't know that. That is kind of a little aha moment. Right. Because she's always smiling and being like, we'll get through this. We'll get through this. And they seem to be getting through it. Mm-hmm. Shaky at best. I was like, wow. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> okay. At best, like yeah. at best, it's shaky. <laughs> not I at worst. Like not shaky sometimes, but if I had to describe us, at best, we would be shaky. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I need to see that over again. But no, I did not pick up on that. Um, only just heard kind of talk like we've been through a lot and It's like, oh yeah, the fraternity of blue, her struggle, his struggle, the family trying to accept her, like all like that is a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, best girl. Thank you for breaking that for telling us that because or telling me that because I missed that part. <laughs> um okay, so let's go to Hollywood and Aunt Vi and the boys. Okay. so I guess it's permanent I think that's what Hollywood was trying to tell us like y'all are here y'all are family everything's good um and so Hollywood and the, and the little brother are talking and Hollywood's like you know you can tell us anything like if anything's happening at school you can tell us about it and the boy is like well, who told you something was happening at school he's like nobody told me is something happening and he's like nope and he walks off so I have two well two one note and two questions. Girl, I was cracking up when the little brother was bouncing true in that bouncer. And I was like, dang, how, high- <laughs> how much strength you going to put on that bouncer that girl going to fall out? <laughs> <laughs> Only the new mom when i was down, like, I don't remember this thing. <laughs> I remember a plan with her, but yeah, your mind is like, wait, safety of the child. Safety yeah, but <laughs> so hard on that bouncer. I was like, slow it down, bro, slow it down. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but what do you think is happening at school because we know he got a black eye while at school but why would he be getting bullied do you have an idea i think it's going to be something with the him being undocumented them trying to say that he's undocumented or something going on with his mom especially it seems like they're really focusing on that being a part of um charlie's mission and you know david's mm-hmm. doing that so i feel that it's going to link back to him like I feel like that's that is the thing he's being teased because of his background and before for him, um, because I'm assuming the kids I don't know the kids were born here or they also are immigrants. So I think it's something along those lines. To be honest, oh, okay, I was like I don't know, like just tell us already. <laughs> yeah, that would that 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 be my guess. I guess we'll have have to see. Well, you know, Hollywood said he's gonna get to the bottom of it, so we'll see soon. Some- he will. I believe he's gonna get to the bottom of that. I have. Uh- a- Anything else about them too or like them? No, you know, just happy the kids are well, we only tell one kid this time, but you know, like you said, it's a permanent situation. It looks to be a good situation. Hollywood has his Hollywood smile on. He's excited, yeah. he's happy to be around the kiddos. So no, it seems like it's all featured the cream right now. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Well, let's go ahead and round it on out. So okay. we got Nova, she's struggling hard with the absence of Dominic. She thought he was coming back that night or next day, but he's like, nah, we got extended, so I won't be back till next week, possibly. So she's really, like, not here for it. Like, I miss this man. She really misses this man, and she had a date plan and everything. She's like, a date? A real date? So, she asked Billy, like, hey, you want to come with me? And Billy's like, I actually got my own date. And girl, why you let me call that man a trumpeteer and trumpet player when I was a trombone? (laughs) Girl, you be saying names. I just let you go with it. Probably, probably say the bass, and I was laughing at you, girl. It's all right now. We know trombone shorty, aka Trevor. Yes. <laughs> Don't pay no mind. Spoiler alert. You know what I'm saying? Just go with it. Go with it. <laughs> exactly. like, right. We so just better. go with it. We know. I knew what you, who you were talking about. I and I know it. better. I was in the band for years. I'm like, I know what a trombone is. Why are you saying trombone? Ew. <laughs> um so Billy's out dating I guess that's the point for that and I was just like okay girl take it slow but also what's going on with Nova and Billy and them is that Billy is helping to plan or host a bachelorette party for Sandy and the guys are helping to plan or and who host a bachelor party for Prosper and Sandy and Prosper are like I know you ain't having no strippers okay so <laughs> While at at the Bachelorette party for Sandy, um, we get some gems again from the old lady couch corner, seasoned lady corner couch, couch corner, what I want to call them, I don't know, but from the seasoned ladies about how, you know, pretty much Billy was talking about how she never thought she would be single and dating at 45, no, 42. And they're pretty much like I mean it is it's good though like I found love late in life finding love late in life is beautiful actually like it's amazing to have done so and uh, they talk about love making too and so Nova (laughs) Billy are like all right (laughs) that's cool but uh, anything to say about the season lady couch corner it's just cute you know me I love the scenes when they have the sister scenes or the women's scene, even the brother scenes I like but yeah but she mentioned it being one of the greatest surprises like yeah. love and when it happens like that later in life so no I mean yes I got that gym they were gym dropping yeah um, it was a cute moment and Miss Barthena maybe you know she had a little side to her she was like I ain't lived enough you ain't been <laughs> out publicly in your birthday suit right, you got right. done enough living <laughs> <laughs> You were like you do know the rules right like you drink if you did <laughs> <laughs> i wonder why a, my glass only went up here empty <laughs> but yeah that was cute now what i did not like was wow. the uh bachelor party attendees going to crash the i mean a bachelorette party attendees going to crash the bachelor party i was like don't do that But Prosper and Sandy was so like for it, here for it. Uh, Hollywood was like, we going to talk about this later. I'm like, for real? (laughs) Like, we trying to do our men things. Y'all supposed to be doing y'all women thing. Y'all coming over here and messing up stuff. And uh, good fun. They in the country, they don't have much to do at that particular time. (laughs) Let's just go mess with the men. (laughs) So one thing we do notice um after they go crash the party is that Nova's sitting there, she calls Dominic. Dominic doesn't answer, so she's all bah humbug But negative Nathan is like smiling. I was like, wait, Negative Nathan can smile. <laughs> and so he um offers her a dance and they get up in Boogie. Billy's dancing with that guy who came onto her. Um, mm-hmm. well, not came onto her, but when it asked her out on a date a little bit ago and so yeah I mean I think that's about it I'm just really nervous for I hope y'all don't hear my baby again I don't know why she decides to be a third participant mm-hmm. but um I'm just really hopeful that Nova and Dominic can get past this distance because right now I'm starting to feel like we are we're on their edge on shaky grounds at best <laughs> I was actually thinking about you I was like I gotta ask asking how she felt because the text earlier or no she was like a this, she was like him earlier trying to call. She couldn't get through, and then she texted him again. He's not responding or whatever. It just seems like you said it's, it's just been taking a toll on. I know you had already predicted at one point. Like I don't know if Dominic is really who he said he is. I don't know. I not know, I don't know. <laughs> I, Okay, but I didn't know this had triggered you now, friend. Like I don't know. Now you starting to think they don't he grounds at best. Yeah, he's a Russian agent. No. Um, <laughs> no, I don't I think he is who he says he is, but I okay. do think I don't know how Nova's gonna deal with all this distance. Like, will they be able to recover when he finally gets back? But mm-hmm. your boy, a uh, police officer man, they brought him up. He would and... not like my boy. You know I do not like <laughs> him. He <laughs> 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 learned though from Nova and Seven Ward friends that, you know, Calvin did his posturing, oh, I'm turning myself in, but then he ended up just in his house at Baton Rouge thereafter. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I so guess right. they did at least let us know what happened. Yeah. Or they did not say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but I was surprised that apparently he hadn't talked to, she had not, Nova had not spoken with him, but they had no communication since he got escorted out he turned himself in at her house. That, to me, seemed odd. Well, he's coming up. He's coming back up next week. So I don't know why he's being conjured back up now. Maybe because I don't know. Because I'm like, she said she wasn't moving forward with blessings and blood. So I don't know, girl. I'm confused. All right. Well, anything else, my friend? No, just pondering on what she said. But no, we shall see. Maybe next week it bring a little bit more drama for (laughs) us. Maybe we'll see it was a nice happy ending so we can be appreciative of that i know and and as long as i don't see cricket landry crickling himself up the driveway oh it's supposed to be a hurricane next week oh that's right and we may see chase and we we may some drama drama. so we'll see yep yep yep. well all right then until next time Bye -bye. Bye. Hey, y'all, Queen Sugar is back on OWN every Tuesday, which means spoiler alert is back for season three. So tune in every Wednesday or Thursday to catch our recap and discussion of the latest episode of Queen Sugar. And don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Spoiler Alert Tiffo Ricky.